0: Hey everyone and welcome to the show i'm mike and i'm marty and this is two guys a league and some guests let's get it started yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> so i think uh, i think we're ready to do this show yeah let's uh this this thing this this thing we call 2 legs. Episode 22. Guys of League and Guests. Brought to you. Episode 22. By THPN. Oh, well, from, is it yeah. still? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. All right. And yeah, uh, that little uh, DraftKings. D- I think DraftKings. Yeah. Yeah, They're just starting they're like out. DraftKings are still around. Yeah, check them out. Yeah. <laughs> Great startup company. <laughs> Should get in on that. Um, <laughs> as per usual, uh, of course, Marty and I have around the board to check my Fanny Let's Beauties and the around. Beast to round That's things absolutely. out. Absolutely. Um, We've got we've got some really good stuff this week. Got a banger of an Very episode. Very much. Um we're going to start with around the boards as we usually do. Uh two really really interesting teams to talk about this Solid week. Solid teams. Uh, I was mm-hmm. really able to kind of yeah, definitely lots of meat on the bone, that's for sure. Um the first one that we're going to uh come up with here is the New York Rangers. Um Marty, I'm really feeling good about these guys. Like we're going to go over some stuff here. Um and I'll tell you what, like this is this is a pretty balanced lineup here. So, yeah. you know what? Before I go any further, let's just let's go over the numbers that uh, that I usually have. Let's get to it. Record of fifty eight games played, thirty nine wins, sixteen losses, three in overtime. That's good for eighty one points on the year, a six ninety eight points percentage. They've scored one hundred ninety five goals, one hundred fifty nine against. That's a plus thirty six goal differential. They are sitting at first place in the Metro. They're second overall in the league they ranked ninth offensively at 3.34 goals for per games played. Ranked sixth defensively at 2.71 goals against per games played. Power plays humming along, sixth overall at 25.1%. Penalty kills even better at fourth. 83.2%. Mm-hmm. Doing it Um a lot. listen, I mean, for me, the biggest the biggest thing is, is that and it jumps out at the uh jumps off the page at me, is this team is really, really balanced. Yeah. Like they're they are really and and for and it's it's it in regards to the bottom six I think they've really set themselves up nicely yeah. um I know over the past little while here they've had um what is it I think it's his last name's Rempe. I think his first name's Matt rempe uh Matt has been Rempe, yeah like he's their tough guy yep but uh, they I, I don't know what it is and I don't know if maybe it's just I've been paying attention to Rangers games over the last little while. But the, he's really endeared himself to both the fan base and and more importantly to that team. Like, he scored that goal, his first goal the other night, and that team went nuts for this guy. Like, he got the um, Broadway right. hat at the end of the game. You know how they pass that hat around? Yeah. He got the Broadway hat at the end of the game. He's holding the puck and everything, smile from ear to ear. Um, there's him. You've got, uh, well, geez, I've got a couple of uh, notes down here, so... Let's uh, let's take a look at them. I mean, you've got that bottom six, like I'm mentioning. You got Will um, uh, Cooley, 10 goals. You got Jimmy Vc with 12 goals. These are guys that are in the bottom six, and they've got double double goals for. So it's it's just like I mean, it's completely nuts. A lot of this was uh, a lot of uh, of this surprised me um, coming off the NHL uh, website. I'm just going to their uh, their team now. And Marty going right down that lineup. Double digit goals. It's all over the place with this team. It's nuts. Like, I, I really didn't realize it was this deep. I'm going to name off every player that has double digit goals for this team Holy crap. Naren Trocek, Kreider, Zabinajad, Lafreniere, BC, um, uh, Will Cooley. I mean, you've got like what? I mean, I think you're like.
1: Kako's going to get there. He's been seven. injured. He's only at 37 games. He'll oh, get yeah. there. He's got seven goals. So that'll be another one.
0: You've got like six or you've like six or seven guys that have scored you more than 10 goals. Yeah. Like that's like wheelers where, at where nine you defend. Um, like, yes, you can go ahead and you can defend that top line of Panarin. Uh, I which, think it's a been good luck, by the way, norm. Nor, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like, dude, that, that's not happening. And they're just getting it throughout the whole yeah. lineup. It's a great, it's a great mix of uh, experienced veterans. You've got some youth in there with uh Condre Miller, uh, yes, Lafreniere, Paco. Yeah. Paco. Um, and, and again, like I say, some of that, and when I say experience, like I'm, t- I'm talking about a guy like a Vinny Trocek, like this guy, super, super on face-off. So he can get you the puck when you need it in that offensive zone or a defensive face-off. He's been great that way. And we still haven't mentioned guys like a zabinajad or uh, an Adam Fox. Um, when you start talking about the secondary scoring, yeah. Eric Gustafson, and listen, Eric Gustafson, I know nothing jumps off the page here. 58 games played, five goals, 21 assists for 26 points. But that's another guy that's coming up behind Fox yeah. who's giving you some production. It's not all on Adam Fox to give you production from the back right. end. And again, Andre Miller coming in there with seven goals on the year. Like, I mean, it, it's it's just top to bottom with this club. And I know that Shosturkin had a bit of a rough patch there for oh, a little yeah. while. But Jesus, but since the All-Star yeah. break, the guy's six and zero with a one point eight three goals against average and a nine fifty one save Absolutely percentage. figured it out. It's like welcome yeah. back, welcome back, Igor. Thanks. You man. gotta love him when that kind like, of stuff happens
1: because just... it's kind of like a trade. It's like you went out and found someone, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh my oh, god, yeah. this team's even better. Well, you know this is not a trade, but and, this is phenomenal that he's figured it out.
0: And, and then of course, like like the numbers say when that I rhymed off at the at at the top there. I mean, they're top 10 in everything. Offensively, defensively, PK and and power play. They're all top yeah. 10. like when everything's clicking, man, the, holy listen, crap. Listen, I'm not sitting here, and, and I, I'll i will be the first to say, I, I, like, I'm not saying that the New York Rangers are winning the Stanley Cup and are going to just rifle their way through the playoffs here. They could. But what I am going to say is they are going to be one hell of a tough yeah. out. Like, wh- where's the weakness? Oh, oh, my God, what's that? Like, are we comfortable saying either a or Boston hurt?
1: or Florida or Toronto is going to run away and win the Stanley Cup? Are we comfortable saying that? Or for that matter, Vancouver or Dallas or Winnipeg or even Colorado. Are we comfortable saying any of these teams are going to run away and get the Cup? Then there's no reason well, I, not I to suggest I, the Rangers are well, that team just as much as any other team. And if, if in fact, Rangers to me kind of had a, have a bit of... I wouldn't say an edge, but... Having their goalie go through their struggles early and then figuring it out late, that's huge. Having Lafreniere finally figuring it out and being consistent all season long, to me, sets him up for the playoffs. That's big. Having the secondary scoring, like you've mentioned, figured out early on going into the playoffs... These are all huge key little little things that to me make the New York Rangers that much more serious in terms of this team might go all the way. Now you're right. Like I'm not going to bet the farm on the Rangers winning the Stanley Cup, but there's not a single team that I would put money on right now, but if you had a gun yeah. to my head, the Rangers would absolutely be at the top of my list.
0: Well, I mean listen, I mean I, I, again, for me, it's where where do you find the weakness in this club? Good luck. I mean, Jesus Christ! Even if something was happened to Shosturkin, now listen, I'm not saying that Quick can carry you for uh, 60, 65, 70 games right, there, right. but I mean, this guy, this guy's been there, done that in the playoffs, went through a couple of cup runs. Like it, it's just they seem like they have everything yeah. covered, uh, top to bottom. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm I'm sitting here yesterday uh, writing the notes down for the show, and I'm like. What do they need at the deadline? Yeah. Like, okay. L- like every other team in the National Hockey League that, that, that thinks they have a chance at the playoffs, they're they- going to go for a yeah. depth defenseman. what are they doing, though? What's New York like, going to do? Like, like f- and forwards, you're doing the same thing. Like, I- I'm sorry, but when you start go- uh, rhyming off, guys, like, like I've already mentioned, Jimmy Vesey. twelve, 12- I- I- and again, guys, we're not talking about their point production. Jimmy VC has 18 points in 57 yeah. games. But in but but Marty, you're you know exactly where I'm going with this. In the playoffs, when I see Jimmy VC and I see 12 goals oh, yeah. beside his name. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm not talking about actually in the playoffs, but when I'm saying you move this, you move this to the playoffs now. VC, give give him a second and the guy's gonna clock yep. one in. Like like he, this isn't this isn't a scrub, this isn't a bum no. here. The guy can put the puck in the yeah. net. I I mean Christ, you know Wheeler again like you mentioned 9 goals, 21 points in 54 games. Nothing 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 is jumping off the no. page. But that's a but guy, Wheeler. but that's a guy come playoff yeah. time, again come playoff time, things are different. Things are tight. Like, I feel the, the scoring chances
1: just Speaking of Wheeler too, I just feel like they've him. been saving him, right? Cuz he's his average ice he's time He's gone for the year though. Always oh, he gone I for think the year. He's gone year? for oh, the year. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Sorry
0: uh april 22nd would be the earliest but but listen i mean to tie this up with a nice little bow the new york rangers are in a very very good spot today they're gonna be in a very very good spot next year the year after yeah. and the year after that i mean don't don't forget a player like uh even philip uh is it Cheadle or Heedle? I can't, I can't remember how they pronounce that i think it's yeah Cheadle. i think it's Cheadle. He he's not around, and I believe he's out for the rest of the year. If I'm not him. mistaken, as yeah. well. So there's another youngster that you're adding, like between him, Coco Lafreniere, Andre Miller. Yeah. Like th- this isn't this isn't, and we talked about it last week with the Washington Capitals. <laughs> Pardon me, where that's an old team and not much coming up behind right, yeah. them. This here, not as old. They got lots of experience. Mm-hmm. Your Zabinijads, your Foxes, oh, yeah. your Gustavsons, your uh, Panerans—right down through the lineup—you got some youth that's coming up the, the pipe here too. So th- this team is in is in good shape. There's a lot to be excited about for this uh, this club, both in the present and in the future, for sure. And I know
1: I've been I mean, I've been hard on him uh, in Alexis Lafreniere, and
0: gratefully so. What he
1: has done quietly is every year a little bit better, right? A little bit better every year. But what's great about his position, so first of all, he's still super young. He's 22 years old. He's been in the league for four years. In those four years, how many times has he made it to the playoffs? I want to say possibly every year. 2021? No, they weren't in the playoffs in 2021. But in uh, 21, 22, 22, 23, and this year for sure. So every year he's gaining that kind of experience. So by the time that he's, let's say, all things go right, he doesn't get traded, he continues to progress every year, and New York continues to resign him, eventually that team is his. All that experience at such a young age, that's, that's pretty valuable stuff. He, he, he has the, and, there's the makings of something great there.
0: And you know what? Just kind of piggybacking on this Lafreniere thing here. I'm, I'm not sure if it was a shootout, uh a breakaway or if it was an actual breakaway in the game. And I and I wish I could remember which game it was, but recently um Lafreniere was in all alone. And the reason I'm mentioning this is because of how comfortable he looked. He tucked it into the top corner over that over the goalie's shoulder. And I, I again folks, I wish I could remember the game. I wish I could remember this actual scenario. But he was in all alone on the goalie and he tucked it in right over that goaltender's shoulder. The the ease of of, of of how he did yeah. that and just the comfort you could you could see, you can see this guy is getting to be more comfortable in his skin. He's getting more comfortable on it. Like, I mean, dude, 17 goals. Yeah. This year. He's got 36 points. He's got 36 points up in 59 games again you know he's not sending any rockets in outer no, space here but you can but, see, progress. but you can see the progression every year Absolutely. he's so like
1: Absolutely. his he came into the year 12 goals second year uh sorry first year 12 goals 21 points second year 19 goals 31 points third year 16 goals but 39 points so again there's progression this year he's already at 36 points already at night 17 goals he's going to surpass his goal totals he's going to surpass his assist totals and obviously his points totals so, obviously, the co- consistency and the progression is what's most important here. And like you said, he's not blowing anybody out of the water yet, but he's going in the right direction. He very well could. And the kind of experience he's getting from being in the playoffs or, and around players like Zabanajad and, and, and Panarin, <laughs> um, these, are, these are good guys to be around, and he's getting better as a result of it, for sure
0: listen i mean new york rangers it is definitely definitely a great time to be a fan of that team for years to come Again, yeah. like i mentioned lots yeah lots to look forward to for sure um speaking of lots to look forward to marty yeah and i'll put a little side i'll put a little side note here as well we we may i i i'm not committing to this yet but marty and i may be eating pro on this one. We may, I maybe a little bit, a little bit. Maybe it's maybe it's a little side, so, maybe it's a little side dish, maybe a little hors d'oeuvre. If you yeah, will. it's a smaller portion. Um, we'll either, say Yeah, yeah. Like I, I still don't like some of the moves that that he made. Right. Um. But but you know what? Let's get let's get into it so we can just get, get this out in the open here. We are talking about the Detroit Red Wings now. As you know, Marty and I have both <laughs> kind of felt a little bit like. Well, as a matter of fact, the Eyser plan has been on hold for both of us. Seems. We, we have put that on hold. Seems. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm willing to open discussions to bring back the Eyser plan. I, I'm open to discussions. but That's I, There's fair. still a couple of things that I, I'd like to see out of the way. But listen, I mean, I've got the numbers right here for you. We'll get into it. Let's uh. do it. Record of 57 games played. 31 wins, 20 losses, 6 by overtime, 68 points in total. That's a 596 points percentage, 202 goals for, 181 goals against. That's plus 21 goal differential. 4th in the Atlantic, 12th overall. Ranked 6 offensively at 3.51 goals for per that games com- played. Didn't see that coming. Yeah, I didn't see... Not 6th, not 6th anyway. I saw some offense, but not that. We're ranked 20th defensively at 3.18 goals against per games played. Power play ranked 8th, 23.3. Penalty kills ranked 7th at 82.5. Is a little bit, a little bit. I, I was quite surprised that they were both top 10. Not that they wouldn't well, be Well, penalty kill. The other wouldn't be top 10. And
1: penalty kill beating power play, considering the fact that they're 20th, ranked 20th defensively. So the penalty yeah, kill, I know. that it doesn't was, add I, up. How does that make sense? a little weird.
0: We've seen but, stuff like that before. But I will say this, though. Oh, yeah. But I will say this, though. I mean, we spoke earlier about the Rangers and how there was some great team balance, right? Kind of the same thing a little bit here with the Detroit Red Wings. Maybe not as deep as you continue to go down through the lineup, line two, three, and four. But there is some nice balance coming from from this this team here. I mean, you got, in my personal opinion, the best value signing in Daniel Sprong, 15 goals, 21 assists for 36 points. The guy's on one-year deal at two million bucks. <laughs> I just don't understand how everybody didn't want to get in on this guy. But you know what, I, Stevie, Stevie Y got him. Stevie Y he's doing well for him. Um, cap space, they got a lot to work with right now. Um, which is a good thing because I do think that one of the biggest weaknesses is on defense. Yeah. Um, They'd have about three. If I'm, if I'm calculating everything right, they have about 3 million projected cap space heading into the deadline. Now, of course, is there somebody moving out? Do they, are they able to take more on? Whatever the case may be. Um goaltending, not the strongest suit. No. Um, But you know what? You've got Alex lying there, and I know that you're going to touch on him in a little bit. Um, What I kind of wanted to touch on is that pipeline a little bit, too. Sebastian Cosa and Trey Augustine are two prospect prospect goaltenders that they have. Augustine just recently played in the um, uh, World Juniors uh, for the U.S., um post has been in the system here for a couple of years. Big boy. I want to say he's about like six five or six six, something like that. He's a tall kid. Um, so you got some good stuff coming up in the pipeline in regards to goaltending, which should kind of match up nicely with their timeline, right? Like in all reality, I'd say they're maybe just a smidge ahead of their timeline. Yep. They're like I, I, I figured they'd they'd be a um a five hundred team or, or or above. Um, but man, that that's pretty pretty good record there. Thirty-one and 20, so uh, they're definitely a little bit better off than I thought they would be. Um, but you know what? DBY, still not a big fan of, the, of the wall signing on Comfort. the fence. Comfort. Um, ah, no, I well, still don't like that. Yeah, I don't it, like the contract. I think he's getting lucky right now. But, but I, you know what? I, I, when I was going over the notes, Marty, I really took some time to kind of go over this, and I, and I said to myself, okay, I don't like the Justin Wall signing on defense. I'm not a massive fan of the Sherratt signing on defense either. And the JT Comfer wasn't exactly my cup of tea either. Now, what I will say is this, and this probably does defend Iserman a little bit and kind of defends the Iser plan a little bit, I suppose, as well. We know how Detroit was for, dude, when they they went on that run of like 25 straight playoffs. Oh, my God. Like... They they let their prospects marinate. Yep, in, in in the in the A. Now I'm not saying that it's to that degree, uh, with Stevie Y running the show. Right. But don't tell me that he doesn't. Don't tell me that he doesn't, doesn't take a little bit of a uh, a little bit out of out of that book. You know what I For mean? For sure. Like he like. Now that being said, by bringing in a wall, by bringing in a charat, by bringing in a Comfort. You are allowing some of those players that you know maybe could get the job done and and struggle here and there throughout the year, but instead of bringing them up, you have them down on the farm, they're ripping it yep. up. Uh, Grand Rapids, you know, they're down there doing their thing, getting tons of minutes, power play time, you know, in all sorts of situations rather than being up here and it kind of being a bit more sporadic. So where i still don't like those signings i think i'm understanding where stevie wise coming from with these is it just knocked some of these prospects down the rung a little bit to the point where some or most end up staying in the a and they just kind of keep cooking there for a little bit right so, if that's the
1: if that's the plan, then great. Yeah. And, it, and you're right. Like it it certainly it seems that way outside looking in that it it's what at least makes more sense um than assuming he went out to get them and things just didn't work out, so he had no choice. He had to send them down. Like that yeah. that would be a huge disappointment and not just for the players, but in terms of Iserman being a, G, a good GM. So yeah, it lends itself to that theory for sure. I don't disagree with it either. I think it is a like a, potentially a very good move. Um very
0: like I could see where like 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 Sharott l- listen uh, if I'm being honest I mean look what he did for the Habs when they yeah. went on that run to the Stanley Cup. He it's just it's a big body, right? It's a big, heavy body. So so I understand that and I can kind of see where some of his intangibles come into play to help yeah. that out. Still not thrilled about no. those signings. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and give that up. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not walking off that well, hill. I'll, I still don't. Like- I'll say
1: this: I don't mind them if they're for less money. I feel there's a lot of money going to these players, yeah, yeah. and possibly even term. Um, because ultimately the signings can be justified because you need, like you said, like you need, you need things that aren't necessarily quantifiable just in goals or assists. You need other things on a a hockey team Mm -hmm. so you can go out and get those things. The big body, the smart defenseman, uh, somebody in the A just to make sure the young kids are coming up the right way. All those, all those kinds of things. That's essentially what, that's how you build an organization. But a lot of the term, a lot of the money being thrown around is what really has me going like, fuck, this doesn't make any sense. And that's on the onset. Hindsight 2020, you look at that's it all, and it's like, fuck, okay, it's starting to make sense now, I guess. I guess if that's the direction. But again, we're all just guessing what it is, right? Maybe he's just shit lucky, and that's really all it is.
0: <laughs> well, listen, I mean, I-, I gave a little bit of love to the Rangers, right, because of all these dub- double j- scores. Yeah. I got to do the same thing when it comes to Detroit. You'll understand why, Marty. Hey, yeah, buckle in, bud, because we're talking. These are all the players currently playing for the Detroit Red Wings with double-digit goals on the season. Alex Debrinkit, Dylan Larkin, Lucas Raymond, Daniel Sprong, JT Comfer, Patrick Kane, David Perron, Michael Rasmussen, Andrew Kopp, Robbie Fabry, Joe Valino, Jake Wallman on defense with, with 11, eleven goals, by the way. <laughs> what? So, so, hence the reason why. Off the top, I kind of mentioned that Jesus. I'm open for discussion yeah. <laughs> about bring about about bringing the Izer plan back. Sure. Because Marty, Marty, you counted the same thing I did last night, and that's twelve yeah. players. So take out Jake Wallman, who's on defense. Take that out, and that leaves you with the eleven, dude. That's 11 out of your 12 forwards, dude. That's disgusting. That's all four lines. That's, That's all, f- like...
1: Incredible.
0: So, listen, it, it, listen. if we're going to give the love that we gave to the New York Rangers, and again, I, I'm going to preface all of this by saying they're similar. The Rangers, to me, are a bit deeper the further and further you go into the lineup. But that being said, though, who the hell are you marking from this Detroit team in the playoffs. If this team, hey, listen, if this team gets into the playoffs, Marty, I mean... You better
1: come prepared. Do your well, homework.
0: Dude, I'm, I'm going to tell you, if you're the <laughs> opposing team that's playing the Detroit Red Wings, you better have at least two lines, two of your own lines, that can play somewhat defensively. Because... That's a lot of shooting. Like,
1: that's a lot of scoring, sorry.
0: Like, i am I'm... I'm I couldn't believe it when I looked at the numbers, Marty, when I was getting the show notes ready this weekend. And I was just like, my lord. And like, yeah, I'm happy for Detroit. Things are going well. Lots of positivity down there. Patrick King comes back, you know, basically at a point of game. He's oh that was fun in Chicago, eh? Oh man, man, that was fun. Dude, don't that was so good. I'm I'm like as and and you heard dude, the best part of that whole play was listening yes, to the announcement. hundred percent Oh man, that was, was heartwarming. That like, was listen, really cool. The goal and everything that the, the, the way he talked about absolutely in was magical. It was yeah. beautiful. Totally Patrick Kane. But the announcers yes. as soon as they saw it was Patrick Kane, you could the written fairy down. tale oh was being God. written by it, like right there. And it was just perfect. You saw him look at yes. Kane Kane looks at the crowd starts giving the hands right it's just and the crowd's
1: loving it like and it's great that the crowd was on board with it too like it wasn't a mixed bag it was like everybody in there loved it that was great that was like days of old kind of stuff which was really and on the night where they retired Chelios's jersey too like on top of that because I believe and at one point because Chelios played for Detroit at one point too and they played against each other, yep. Chelios and Kane did uh, back in the heyday. So, yeah. anyways, it, it was a really, really nice moment. But not to derail the conversation here, um, New York. Just so we're clear, New York has seven players, whereas, uh, like we just said, Detroit has twelve in double digits goals. So, if anything, but New York has a couple players north of thirty. So, is it a couple
0: players or just the one? Yeah, it's one. It's one of those two. Yeah. It's one of those things where the, the the Rangers may be a little bit more top. Yes. Then the uh, then the Red Wings, where the Red Wings kind of it's a, it kind of flows a little bit more right throughout the lineup, almost from from one twelve. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? So, but but I mean both both of these and, and and the one thing that it's hard to quantify, but one thing that I think is going for these going for these two teams, the whole Kane thing, and especially yesterday that was just yeah. nuts, right? But but there's a um, there's something to play for. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like there's something that they're kinda of hanging their hats on, and I think that's happening a little bit with Kane. When it comes to the Rangers, and I didn't I didn't mention him um at all when we were going over the uh, New York, um, but um and I wish I could remember his first name. Last name's Brodzinski. This guy's a thirty year old. He's been he's the slightest trade in the AHL in uh, numerous leagues of families. Johnny Brodzinski, yeah. Regard- Johnny Brodzinski, He just got himself a 2-year contract and it's one way. So the yeah, boys were right. thrilled for him the, the morning the morning that he got that uh, or the day that he got that oh, sign. Yeah. I think the next either the next day or whatever, he's the one who did the whole um the stretch the morning stretch yeah. they got him in the middle. Anyway, my my point is my point is is that the the boys were thrilled for this guy. 30-year-old finally makes it to the NHL. Finally able to stick with a two-year yeah. contract or one, whatever the hell it was. You got a yeah. contract, and it's one way. Like, you're not going back. It's one way. Uh, so, I mean, it's those types of things I, I find that can galvanize you a little bit as well, right? Like, it's just anything to get the team tighter as you're kind of going through the stretch run and into the playoffs. I mean, we saw it time and time again. If we remember back when um, Marty St. Louis was with uh, the Rangers, I think his mother passed away in that yes. playoff. Yeah. That 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 year's playoffs, that team
1: right. rallied the
0: fuck For behind sure, him. Yeah. Just rallied behind him. And, and I'm wondering if some of these small little things are happening to both Ooh, of these. Well, you teams and I have talked well. about
1: this. We talked about this season two, I believe it was. And I'm trying to remember what was the story that we were latching on to. It may have been Ottawa with Anderson. Uh, I believe it was his wife who was going through some sort of cancer treatment or something like that
0: yeah yeah it, it was yep, and it yep, was a yep, story sure. like
1: that but like you and I have mentioned it before where you know it's one thing to have a great team and you've got all the pieces there and things are rolling yeah. but if you've yeah. got and listen don't don't take this the wrong way but if you've got an icing on top of your cake in of the extra reason to push for someone like in this case a, Brodzin- a Brod- Brodzinski? Variety, yep. Johnny. Yep. Uh, <laughs> um, if you've got that extra reason to push, it can only benefit you, right? And in that in that case of Marte Saint Louis, yeah. you know, again with his mom just passing away, kind of thing, it gave everybody a little bit extra jump in their step, and and it yeah. will do that, especially especially to a group of hockey players. I don't know. There's there's a a real sense of brotherly love in that, and I in a good dressing room yeah um not all dressing rooms are are built the same so in something like this i can definitely see it uh and same thing going with detroit too with patrick kane right like everyone everyone wants it and if anything in my opinion it should be david perron too like i mean he's been around the league for a long time yeah Um, he's another one you kind of want to push for to get i don't know that he got did he get the cup with st louis in 19 was he there
0: I want to say he did. Let's see. David Perron. I, th- I, think, I think he did. Where are you there, David? Uh, Get
1: over here. He has won the Stanley oh, Cup man. in 2019. So, yes, he did win it. Oh, wait. Okay, so, he was time. there. Okay, good, good. Oh, okay. That's the third time he won it. So, yeah. So, anyways, all to say, these nice little stories, they add an extra jump in your step for a lot of players. So, it's good to have them. Um, and I did. Listen. Detroit... They're they're as dangerous as their goalies are going to take them because I do think that you know they're skating wise they've got their their forwards and defensemen they're they're pretty good they're 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 very dangerous you got two defensemen in uh, like, Ghost and Cider who are probably going to reach the ten goal mark as well they're both sitting at seven so you're going to have two more right so you got fourteen total. Uh, three defensemans and all of your forwards with ten or more goals apiece. Like that's fucking. That's, 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 that's absolutely absurd. But it's your goaltending you got to worry about. It. Alex Lyon will do the job for you, but will will it be this a repeat of last year where once they got into the playoffs, they yeah. kind of fell off. Yeah. James Reimer could step in now, though. and and you. Know... He's oh, done James. it. He's done it for Toronto. He, so
0: he, he can't carry done, you though. I'm just. Though. So not, I'm just I'm just so not a fan. Mm. So not a fan. Me neither. Me but hey, that, that, that's that's another story yeah. for another day. But I mean, you know You know, it, it's when it comes to Detroit, you're like, oh, geez, they're having a pretty decent year, yammer yammer, yimmer, yammer. But I mean, just listen to listen to this. Toronto Maple Leafs, 57 games played. They have 74 points on the year. They're a plus 35. In their last 10, they're 8, 2, and 0, oh, and they're on a seven-game right. winning streak. De- Detroit, 58 games played. 70 points on the year, so I'm a little off here with my notes. 70 points on the year, plus 22 goal differential. They're 7-2-1 in their last 10, and are on a five-game winning streak. My point is here, guys, the Leafs are seen as, you know, one of these elite teams, right? Like, run and yeah. gun, at the top of the standings, the whole nine yards. Leafs, 74 points, Detroit, 70. Like
1: Toronto scored two. Detroit, Toronto Detroit, has the best score in the league. Right now, in Austin Matthews—they've scored 214
0: goals. Detroit, 205.
1: They don't have a single so, guy over 25 like, goals.
0: Like the, the the Detroit Red Wings have arrived. That's impressive, and it's only it's only going to get better from here. So you know what? Kind of the same thing as I'm as I said with the uh, Rangers fans in the fan base. Buckle in. This is going to be real fun, bad. guys. And the best part and the best part about so it is young. is you know you're in good hands with yeah. Iserman. Even if, even if we're still debating <laughs> yeah. on the Iser plan here, even slow if. down with the money there, oh Iser. God.
1: That's a little too much money.
0: All right, all, all this, all this Rangers talk and Detroit talk and all this Iser plan is just, yeah, I, I, dude, I need a all break. Right. We gotta take it. We gotta take a little break here. So, we'll take a small commercial break. We hear a word from our sponsors, DraftKings, and we'll come right back with check my fanny. We know hockey games move fast. But with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet five bucks and get two hundred instantly in bonus bets. This week, I've got the Columbus Blue Jackets coming in at plus two hundred and five, taking on the New York Rangers who come in at minus two hundred and fifty, and the St. Louis Blues coming in at plus two hundred and five, taking on the Edmonton Oilers coming in at minus two hundred and fifty. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with code THPN. New customers bet just five bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler or visit www.1800Gambler.net. In New York, call 877 8 H O P E N Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369 In Connecticut Help is available for problem gambling Call 888-789-7777 Or visit ccpg.org Please play responsibly On behalf of Boothill Casino and Resort in Kansas 21 plus Age varies by jurisdiction Void in Ontario Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved. And we're back with Check My Fanny uh we've got uh we've got some uh interesting something happened right off, the, off the top here recently uh while crazy. i was driving like, by the come. way come. yes oh, i was driving you? back from oh, quebec city so yeah <laughs> fucking <laughs> loved it multitasking like a Lenin was in back is like um, do it dad so, do it <laughs> yeah 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 listen we don't need you to get involved in this Lenin. this is just between the, we're still in the big boys <laughs> <talking>. <laughs> come on now yeah um, Lennon, I love you. You can get Absolutely. into any trade that you want. You know, call me. I may even make you my uh There you go. <laughs> anyway, um, so of course, big news. Uh, and it's big news because it involves both my your favorite co-hosts, uh, Marty Thank and myself. Uh, we made a small little trade here over the weekend. Um, I kind of wanted to get rid of this like Vancouver thing going on. Um, I didn't want to put my eggs too much in that one right. basket. And <clears throat> I kind of felt kind of felt like I'd have to keep putting... Lindholm in because, I mean, fuck, it's Vancouver. exactly. They had a great season. Yeah. There's lots of uh, lots of scoring going on. But, it, it, you know, it kind of came to a head last week where I'm just like, oh, okay, so Miller goes off for nine points and Lindholm checks notes. One. <laughs> so I'm just like, I I didn't want to have to keep putting Knucks right. in, even though, I, even though I've got some other, I've got Heisken in and I've got Pavelski on the same team in the lineup and, I've got Montour and Barkov as well, but I just kind of wanted to split yeah. that up. Um, obviously, obviously um, needed to throw something else into that deal as well. So Lindholm and the Dragons' seventh round entry in twenty five twenty six head to the Brigands in return for Vinny Trocek. Um, Yeah, smart. Smart move on your part. But well, well, I, I obviously wanted you know I'm getting it the better score. Now, that's not to say that Lindholm can't go off for a little like this. could be quite beneficial uh, for Marty as well. Um, I mean, I know it's not going to bring you to like fourth, fifth, you know, fourth, third, or second place in the league here, but it could be a piece that you may be able to use at some point later on. The big, big big piece for you is obviously the draft pick, seventh rounder. So you just kind of continue to accrue the draft capital for the rebuild Mm -hmm. here, uh, which is a great move. Um, Again, Trocek. Getting in on this New York business a little bit. That's where uh, I. S- seems. That's what in- I saw it as a big win well, for he,
1: you is because so Scott Scotty's got uh, Pan Panarin Panarin sorry, um and Joel's yes, yes. got I, I believe who he is oh sorry Scott actually has Fox and uh, Panarin, uh does Joel yep. have Zabanajad or is it Jason that has Zabana no, no I think no, that's, that's Jason I think that's yes Jason. that's right, Jason, yeah. um so in terms of Trocheck going to anyone I was like. There aren't many people who need pieces of New York right now. And Mike is definitely one of them. So I was more than happy to take the trade. I only made one amendment, uh, which was the seventh instead of the eighth um, in in, the, in that year. But uh, I think it was a 100% fair deal. Um, well, at least from my perspective anyways.
0: <laughs> oh, no, I, absolutely. I, I, I mean, I, it, it certainly wasn't going to be a one-up. So somewhere right. along, and of, of course, where you're at, Marty, I mean, it wasn't, you know, it doesn't doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure it out, right? Like, I mean, you're looking for picks, you're looking for draft That's capital it. over the next little while, just looking for bullets in the That's chamber. It. So, you know, th- throwing a seventh there to kind of, you know, I think what Trochek's at like 53, 54. He's, points, well, he's second on the Lind- team. That's what's really impressive. Yeah, Lind- but yeah, he's at 55. Sorry. And I think Lindholm's at like 39, so I had to give you a little something there. Yeah, to 55 make and 58. Bit of a difference. So.
1: Whereas you know, there's 54 and 58 for Kreider right behind him. Same thing for Zemanjad. So yeah. he's second on it on a very offensive team. So you you picked up a piece of something you didn't have before. You didn't have a piece in New York at all. Whereas like you're saying, you had two pieces at that at that time. You had two pieces of Vancouver. You don't need that.
0: I mean, hell. Scott has three of the Rangers. I think he's got Kreider in there. Oh, too. he does.
1: That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So,
0: he's, so he's stocked up on the Rangers there. But you know what? It was just a move that I needed to make. Just wanted to diversify a little bit when it came to that Vancouver nice. team. And listen, I mean, Lindholm, I like him as a player. He's done well mm-hmm. before. He's been productive. Uh, this just wasn't the year, at least not to this no. point so far. And it was just a little bit of a safer bet with Trocheck. Yeah. Now, having said all of this. I mean, the rest of the way. For all we know, Lindholm could outscore Ooh, Trochek knows, yeah. and hey, there you go, seventh round ra- seventh rounder to boot. Like, I mean, you're you're walking away and with a steal at basically. that point. Yeah. So, um, that's the that's the big news um, in regards to the CFHL. Now, that being said, uh, the apocalypse were probably feeling a little bit nervous here on Sunday evening, going into the third period of that Detroit and Chicago game because. I think he was only up like a point on um, on Tom. Um, yeah. Tom. But, he, but he ended up getting four points out of Debrinkit and Payne, yeah. uh Two and two each. Goal and assist in the third period. And that actually gave him 54 points. When it was all said and done, he beat Tom by one point, 54-53. So as much as I was hoping to kind of claw back a little bit against Joel, yeah. um, I wasn't able to do it. Um, he was able to kind of stave that off. So he's keeping pace with, uh, the Royals who also, um, a little bit um, continue to rack up the wins, uh, in convincing fashion against the (laughs) brigands. But I mean, that was kind of to be expected a little bit here. So, um, and now aside from that, you've got the Buccaneers who continue to turn their season around a little Uh, bit. Ah, man, three of their last four matchups. So, I mean, he's still, he's still under 500, but Hey, listen, from where he was before, he's won three of his last four weeks. Um, he's doing quite well. No problems there. Um he, and actually he's got, he's putting up some big big points with some he of these players too. So, yeah. uh, he he's he's going he's going to factor in to this championship race at some point I think that's for sure. Yeah. Um and of course finally this week's high score belongs to my dragons. Unbelievable. Came out on top. Was a it was a bit of a barn burner of a game, Little of a matchup, bit. though. Like Ryan was not going away. No. I mean, he, I, I know it's. He had a uh, good week too. I think it ended up like 70, 70 to fifty-nine. Yes. Um, but man, I was just like, <laughs> God, Ryan's just going away. Like, this is this is way you're supposed to be comfortable, comfortable when when you're me.
1: sniffing seventy. When you're well, sniffing sixty, you're
0: supposed to be comfortable, but there was no comfort there. No, like, I mean, uh, towards, the, towards the end, I started to kind of pull away a little bit here, but I was just like, my Lord, I just can't <laughs> shake this guy. But his, his team had a really yeah. good week. Uh, I mean, players had 59 points. Yeah. I mean, enough said. Um, now, with that being said, the CFH, CFHL standings are, as such... The Royals, 15 and 4, so they keep their top spot. I want to say they're what? A game? Uh, game and a half. Uh, what do we got here? 26, 26. Yeah. game and a half. Yeah, game and a half up on the Apocalypse. We're at 13, 5, and 1. Uh, my Dragons, 11, 6, and 2. The Pawhogs are 9, and 9, uh, Sorry, nine nine and 1, so an even 500. Uh, the Cougars, 8, and 11. Uh, those Buccaneers who are on a little bit of a run here, 7, 11, and 1. The Demons coming at 6, 12, and 1. And the brigands at three fourteen and two round everything out. Celebrini, um, listen, there's um, yeah, <laughs> Celebrini. All right, dude, he is going to be something oh, special yeah. if you end up getting oh. that first pick. Um, but uh, you know what? The the one thing that I can mention um, before we head over to Beauties and the Beast here, we're getting down to the nitty gritty with our um, our fantasy league as well. I think want to say there's seven. This is the seventh, maybe. So seven.
1: So six after six weeks after seven? this, I believe I'm just quickly checking that there. I believe I checked that before coming. It was eight last week. So yeah, we're in our seventh week. Uh, so six after this. So we're down to the stretch here. Like there's a magic number about to be uh, about to surface here. So yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. So including this week, there's seven weeks. So someone's got a magic number here coming up soon. Uh, in that. Uh, so well, Scott's. What two? What did we say? Two and a half games ahead of my brother.
0: Uh game, game and, and a half.
1: half. Sorry, yeah, and he's so that means he's two and a half ahead of you, right?
0: Uh actually, I think Scott's three ahead of me. Is it is three? It three? Oh, okay. I thought I thought it was three. So let me check. You're and running see. out
1: of uh, runway a little bit. All, but all you can do is win, right? That's all you can control.
0: Game, yeah. Joel's a game and a half back, and I would be. Yeah, I'm a full three full games three back. Games. So, in regards to me, I'm starting to see the end of the racetrack right now. So, I need a little bit of help yeah. here. Joel's definitely in a better... Joel's definitely in a much better spot, in particular because they play against each other one more time. Oh, okay. Um, I play against Scott. I, I play against Scott one more time, too. So, if I can win that game, now we're down to two. But And then Joel, if Joel can do what he... What I would need what I would need him to do, then that kind of claws me back two games against Scott. So now I'm only one. Again, there's a lot of ifs here, right. mind you. But in all reality, Joel's much more comfortable in regards to catching um Scott. Yeah. I I'm I'm on the precipice here. Like, yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna need to make sure I'm gonna need to make sure that I can continue to win here. Like easily over the next two and three and four weeks um to continue to give myself a shot and that and i mean hell if scott is going tit for tat with me there then you're then now you're really starting to run out of the track so right now i'm still in it gonna need some help your brother doesn't doesn't necessarily need the help yet I mean, he's got the one game against Scott yeah coming up, so there now. Now he's a half game. That's right. Now he's a half game. Now he just now he just needs a hiccup from the Royals, and and look, we all go through it. We all do. Is there? We all have a hiccup at some point in in, in the season. So
1: Royals It'll are... be
0: interesting to see over the next seven weeks here how this pl- how how this does play out. And again, you know, I I throw. I mean, even the demons. The Demons were over 50 yeah, points last week as true. well. So you're talking about some of these bottom teams in the Demons and the Buccaneers and Jesus Christ when you, if you let let's throw the Cougars in there cuz they had almost a 60 point week last week. You've got teams that are in the bottom yeah. 4 that are doing some major major damage and if some of these top teams don't have their players kind of humming that week it's a pretty easy it's a pretty easy flip. Oh, Royals. To, to, to Royals see. play demons One right of these this two.
1: week, so that that could be interesting. Demons have been pretty good lately, and uh,
0: like Sc- Scott's got the Scott's got the hardest schedule out of the Royals. Yeah, yeah. Out of himself, Joel, and myself, so out of the top three teams, the Royals have the toughest schedule because they play they play the second place team and the third place team the rest Listen, of the way. Listen, when was the Joel and I only played each other once? When was... Or sorry, me and uh, Scott only played each other once.
1: Let's have a look here. Just wondering, when the last time we had back to a back-to-back winner? That'd be Joel, 16-17. So we haven't had a back-to-back winner since 2017. So Scott would be doing something kind of rare here. Because aside from 16-17, Dragons, you went back-to-back 14-13. Cougars, Demon, Dragons. You did it again in 10-9. Apocalypse went three years in a row, 6-7-8. and 8. And Cougars, 03-02. oh one two thousand 01-2000. And Icehoppers, 98-99. So Scott, it's been more difficult. Yeah, Scott would be doing something very different, especially lately. Um, not saying that I'm—I mean, I'm biased in this, but Scott used to be, you know, co-owner of the brigand, So, I'm kind of pulling for him here to do something special. I—I kind of like to see Scott. I'd kind of like to see Scott go on a on a peat if I can, like they, because that's. Whoa, I'm just saying. Whoa. I'm just saying. We haven't seen that in a long time. Plus, he glued the fucking trophy to his mantle.
0: Somebody <laughs> shut off his mic. What the? Hell's I'm just going saying on here? from my
1: perspective. Hey, hey, brigands have a piece of that shit.
0: <laughs> you know what? Have another sip mm. of that drink over there. That's right. No, That's I'm funny. not saying go Royals. Oh. Just
1: you know, fucking go Royals.
0: Okay. All right. All right. All right. Obviously, I'm not paying no. enough. What? Um. So anyway. <laughs> uh. All right. All right. That's enough of the CFHL. Yes. So we got the yeah. trade, we got all of our news yeah. in. Everything's everything's humming along here. We're going to move over to the beauties yeah. and the beast, and I'm going to go ahead and start Sounds off good. this week. I'm going to start off I'm going to start off with Matt Zuccarello yeah. 49 games played, 11 go goals, off. 39 assists, 50 points. He's a minus 2 in 18:30 time on ice. The guy's got 13 points in his last 10 games, 10 in his last 5, obviously enjoying some prime deployment on Not power bad. play one the team as as the team does well usually the players do well in regards to production and yeah. scoring right well that's kind of what's been happening here as the team is seven two and one it's past 10 um i mean listen this is a point per game player that could boost any contending team's roster now this may this is kind of one of those guys that you could s- in half in half the fantasy leagues out there this is probably a guy that somebody's holding on yeah. to right but he, is, but he but you can kind of see a little bit of a fringe with this guy for sure where he kind of dips into the free agents market every once in a while so i'm not saying that he's completely obviously he shouldn't be available right now no especially with the stretch run coming up and and fantasy playoffs kind of taking you know the picture's kind of becoming That's a little right. clear here in regards to fantasy playoffs now too so I would imagine he's probably being held on by, by most. But this is a type of guy that if you could ever get your hands on him you know, for quite cheap or you, know, you not have to give up much, this could be a guy that could help you out big time. I mean, he's that sneaky kind of a player, yeah. right? Like, I mean, he's, he's not that top elite guy, but boy, oh boy, I mean, 50 points in 49 games, that spells point per game player to me. So you can never have enough of those guys, that's for sure. I mean, even available through trade. You may be able to get a nice, you know, a kind of a deal like I just made for Trocek, yeah. right? Like you're giving up something where you kind of want to move away from maybe a double yeah. or too many eggs in one basket. Whatever the case is, you kind of make maybe a little move like that. You throw somebody a yeah. pick or whatever. Get yourself a nice, solid a nice solid contributor for the, the back half of the Minnesota's season. Not a bad, Minnesota's Ucurella. not
1: a bad team to invest in right now. They've no. been playing really well lately. They're only four yeah. games out of a playoff spot. They're going to make a push. So they're going to be, look to Minnesota to be playing a lot better hockey down the stretch, like they have been. So not a bad time to go out and make that trade.
0: And and while we're talking about Minnesota too, and I'm going to kind of um, use a little bit of information from uh, my latest piece over at the uh, at the goalie post for the Monday morning ramblings. Um, I talked about Philip Gustafson yeah. a little bit and listen, Flurry, great guy and everything, but I... I I would imagine it, you know, they're only four points out of a playoff spot right now, the Wild are. So I could I see them really relying heavily on on Gustafson, and he's kind of turned things around here over the last little yes. bit as well. So that may be somebody that you might want to lean on to as, as well for your fantasy team. Probably a good little uh, little pickup there. It could be kind of he fits into the same thing as Zuccarello. Kind of a sneaky little pickup yep. if you can get your hands on yep. him. So um, that's just n- another little tidbit there. Um, Matt Zuccarello, you are my first beast, uh, first ah. beast, first beauty for the week. Uh, good second good. beauty, and I, I gotta say, I'm dear, I'm loving this guy yeah. right now. He's kind of my little gem, if one of my little gems, if you will, Brandon Montour, 42 games playing, played, four goals, 15 assists, 19 points. Plus one, twenty three, twenty one time on ice. The numbers don't jump out at you, Marty, but in his last ten games, he does have nine points up. Seven points in his last five. He is quarterback in the team's uh, 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 first power play unit. He did obviously he needed time to shake off the rest a little bit because it's yeah. starting to heat up <laughs> here. And th- th- this is a little bit more. Uh, we're you know what? I got it written in notes here. We're beginning to see the player that put up seventy three points last year, including sixteen exactly. goals. Like you're starting to see a little bit of that rover yeah. again. Um, I mean, I know that Maurice is a little bit more of a defensive guy, so he may not want Montour to kind of be doing the rover thing as much. But he, he's been he's been getting his cookies, he's getting his apples all over the place. So, I mean, he, he's been he's been producing a little bit more like we're used to here. So, and again, it's one of those things where, you know, all all the metrics were kind of right. there, right? Like. The time, the time on ice was there. He was always on uh, um, Florida's first power play unit. Um, it was just a matter, I think, of, of getting back into the into the swing of things. I mean, this is a guy that missed a little bit of the start yeah. of the season here. I want to say a handful of games, maybe a dozen games, a or more. ten games a, dozen I think games, a little more. So. so, so it takes takes a little it bit should. to kind of get back. Because <laughs> don't forget, everybody. Well, I mean, Marty, we've said it before, right? You can for any of these players that kind of pop in mm-hmm. mid season. There, I mean, you got to remember the rest of your team's at a full yeah. sprint here. And, and let's call it what it is. You're kind of at a like jog. Right. So it's it's kind of it takes some time to catch up here. But Brandon Montour, you are my second beauty this week. And you better <laughs> keep it up. Gabe, Gabe oh, Vellardi, third beauty for the week. Uh, 35 games played, 15 goals, 13 assists for 28 points. He's a plus 12 for 17.01 time on ice so far this year. Now, look, uh, it's been a little bit of an injury riddled season for this player. But... When he has been yeah. in the lineup, he's shown some amazing chemistry on that first line with um, with I and I think most of the time, to- yeah, most of the time it's Connor. I know Ehlers was yep. there for a bit, but I think that the bulk of it is was was yep. with Connor. Um, eight points in his last 10 games. Um, those actually, those eight points have come in the last five in all reality. Yeah. Um, being deployed on the Jets' first power play unit as well, Helpful. which goes a long way. He really fits that Jets mold. Like I, I really wanted to point this out. He's a big body, six foot three, two sixteen. big boy. So that th- th- that's playoff stuff right there, yeah. man. That that's that's net front presence. That that's getting the garbage goals, and that's exactly what's what you're going to need in oh, playoffs. Yeah. Um, for for me personally, going back to that uh, Pierre Luc Dubra trade, <laughs> he alone <Yeah>. tips <laughs> the scales. Forget everybody Forget else that was I in that L. deal. Oh, yeah, he Which alone tips. Fine, but he, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, yeah. It's not to take anything away from Iafaldo no, no, or no. even um, uh, Rasmus, Rasmus Kapari, yep. and I know he's been a little bit. I know he's been a little bit more in and out of the lineup, yeah. and I get it. But Jesus Christ, Gabe Velarde alone tips the, uh, the the Pld trade into the Jets' favor 100%. for sure. So I mean, again, this is a, one of those guys where I think because of the injuries, right? He was maybe one of those guys that was available to you on the most agent, likely uh, market as well. That that window may have closed now. He's been back for a little bit. But this is that type of player that if you were able to get your hands on just before he kind of came back, you're really kind of benefiting with the production that he's giving you for sure. Yeah, Dubois, 26
1: points in 56 games, whereas Velarde, 28 points in 35 games. Yeah, you're right. He alone tips a favor. So, yeah.
0: (laughs) that's Gabe Velarde, you are my third beauty for the week. Now, for my beast, the numbers are not going to spell out beast. But it, it's it, it's the recency bias that we're, that we're going right. off of here. So anyway, Linus Allmark, you are my beach for the week. Now, having said that, you have 27 games played, 16 wins, 6 losses, 5 in overtime at 2.72 goals against average and a 9.14 save percentage with one shutout. Not bad. I mean, a little high peripheral numbers for Allmark compared to his numbers from last year. But it's what he's, what have you done for me lately? He's owned three in his last three games played. He's with 3.33 goals against Average and an 8.89 save percentage. Um, sent a shutout of Vancouver on February 8th. Uh, there's talks or even rumors lately. I don't know if you've seen them over on uh, X over the weekend, Marty. And he, towards the back half of last week. But they're actually thinking about moving Allmark. Um, I don't know how much truth I there is wonder. to that. I would assume that you're probably going to go with these t- I think you're going into the playoffs with these two goalies. I could see them maybe doing that in the offseason. Uh, there's one year left, I think, for Allmark after this year. Um, so that that's quite a possibility there. Um, I mean, look, I, I think Swayman looks to be their goalie of the future. He's younger. He's, I think it's 30 for Allmark as compared to 25 for yeah. Swayman. Um, Swayman is definitely... Swaiman's definitely took taken over and pro, and has been leaned on a little bit more. Um, I guess you could say that Swayman's the one A right now, and uh, Allmark's yep. the one B. Um, the numbers are a little bit better for for Swain this year than Allmark, so maybe the switch is starting to happen a little bit. But I don't know. I just I would think that that they wouldn't get necessarily the value uh, that they could exactly. Get out of That's I think, why I don't know that yeah. I buy it. I, you don't. You're, sell you're gonna though. have. You're gonna have more. M- well, you're going to have more hands in the pot looking to get their hands on, on Allmark in yeah, the off exactly. season, right? I mean, just money availability. you got a little bit better idea of what's yeah. going on with, you, with your club. So, um, I mean, I, again, it's not a case where he's having a bad year. Uh, it's just a case of what you've done for me lately, and it hasn't That's been right. much. So, Linus Almark, you are my beast well of the week. Marty. Up, First brother. up,
1: Jared McCann, uh, four goals, six assists, ten points oh, nice. in six games. Now this version of Jared yeah. McCann is the one that we all like. He's been on a tear lately, and one has to wonder if this is just how he operates, quite frankly. So starts to the season, and then down the stretch. The man has been on fire lately. Uh, a couple of six-game point streaks separated by one off day has McCann sniffing out 30 goals again for back-to-back seasons. So keep him in your lineup as Seattle needs him. To keep rolling, and they'll do their best to ensure that that continues to happen. So, Jeremy McCann, looking like the real deal, you know, second season in a row. Like I said, thirty-five plus goals in the bank. So he is. This, I, I the part of me, was not wishes, but like I do kind of feel like I had I held on to him. I I think he would have been the kind of player that I probably could have considered a fringe player to protect we'll say um, just because he puts in so many goals now back to back seasons right um, but it's not like I can't pick him up in the in the in the season uh, in the entry draft coming up the this year because he's not going to fly off the shelf either because he has a tendency to start off slow, and which is exactly what he did this year, and it really hurt me down the stretch. So, lesson learned: won't be doing that again. If I do pick him up, I won't be starting him the first couple of months. I'll be waiting for down the stretch kind of stuff. Because, uh, yeah, he does like to uh, he does like to score some goals. So, well done, Jared McCann.
0: I'll tell you what: he's one of those guys. This is the type of guy that you can pick up off yes. the waiver wire and just super super especially productive. right now. Like yeah. this, this is that type. of Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and he'll go in and out. He's definitely not that type of guy. I don't think that someone would hold on to for the long haul, so to speak. Um, But man, oh, man, can he he ever make a big difference in your lineup? For sure. Yeah, he fills a hole.
1: You got a leak somewhere, just put him in there, and he'll take care of that for you. That's a weird sentence. So Scott Lawton. (laughs) It is, a little bit. (laughs) Next up, three goals, six assists, nine points in six games with a seemingly high price tag for his services. I believe the rumor is a first-round pick. Uh, for a trade, uh, which is a bit saying a bit much, but Mister Lawton is at least doing his best impression of "I'm worth it, guys." As some, some have mentioned in Philly, it just as they, they don't really need to move him, and certainly shouldn't add no. to a rival team. Uh, for the time being, he's helping them win. So if Philly is serious about either going to the playoffs or rebuilding, setting a high price makes the most sense, and it seems to be giving him an extra boost. Quite frankly, it's a win-win situation right there. So why not get the most that you can out of him? If you're stuck with him, quote unquote stuck with him, um, that's fine too. because uh, he, he definitely fits the bill for them going forward, anyways. But if you can get a couple of nice pieces in return, why not?
0: You know what, Marty? It's kind of funny that you have two of the two players that fit that kind of bill where <clears throat> what's that? I'm dealing with an injury yeah. or you know, maybe one of my secondary scores just of isn't coming yeah. along, both these guys, Jared McCann and Scott Lawton, great, great yeah. fill ins. I mean, especially right now, I mean, both are playing super yeah. great hockey. Uh, Lawton, that guy, in I don't know, he, he they, they love him do. out there in Philly. That is a, so that she, is a Philadelphia flyer yeah. through and through, big time. Um, and you know what, Marty, you touched on it, uh, in, in your beauties here, they don't need no. to move him. He makes like, sense on Philly. I, I could. Uh, so. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I, I, listen, they would have to knock their, it would have to be that first rounder. Yep. Yeah, it and would. that makes sense. And, and even, and, and, and Marty, even then, where is that first rounder? 25? Yeah. I'm not taking no. that. I know, I know what I've exactly. got in I know what That's I right. have in him. Like, sorry, I understand we're in a bit of a rebuild, we're, but at the same time, rebuild, I mean, Jesus Christ. If they keep this up, this isn't going to be a rebuild. This is going to be a 100%, recovery. yeah. He, I,
1: in my opinion, and it's a, is, if it's a first round or it's 10 and up. Obviously, higher up the better. But oh, I'm not sure yeah. I would do 15. Because at 15, you've already got that guy. You've already got Scott Lawton. So why do you got to go anywhere well, beyond that? So.
0: Well, Marty, it, it, and, it, and it goes further than just like what he's doing production wise right again we go back to this is a Philadelphia yeah. flyer through and through it's the in- it's exactly, the intangibles yeah. right like he he's hard yep. to play against he's just he's nasty he's, he's nasty yeah. you know what i mean and and that's yeah. philly that's philly man you don't really want so to lose that to, to me you you have to knock the, if you want this yeah. guy you can have him and and i think that's exactly what yeah, Philly's exactly. saying yeah. like people oh, are calling yeah. people are calling so i'm sure Danny Briere sitting there. Hey, give me your offer, yeah, bud. But 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 if it doesn't start with a yeah. first, then hang the <laughs> fucking phone up. Like, <laughs> yeah. no, you're they're right. They're they're in a situation. Philly's in that funny situation, right? Like if we like if they were bottom five right now, okay, it's a bit of a different yeah. story. You know what yeah. I mean? But you can see what this what this team is building here. Like, it depends on how they want to play it. Yeah, and and I think the way I, and I it seems to me the way they're playing it is, hey, we're we're kind of knocking on the door yeah, here. We're ready. Uh, again, you want Mr. Lawton? No problem. He's yeah. available. I think, but you, you literally, I want to see my socks shoot the fuck off of my. You gotta feet earn it. If if you if you're yeah. gonna get him, so they're in a gr- really they great are, yeah. spot where they're like, you know what, two first, we'll get them yeah. to you. And another team sitting there saying we ain't giving you two first for Lawton, no fucking problem. That's we'll okay. We'll be more successful he fits with him then. It's exactly in. what yeah, exactly. we want. Yeah. You got it. So, you know what? Enough of spilled on <laughs> Lawton. Good to go. Uh, and my my
1: Next, final uh, is a is sort of a combo, and it's, it's just sort of a reminder of why we love this game so much. Because every once in a while we we get blessed with. Some talent that you just don't really... It, 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 if you're lucky enough, it happens. It rolls over. It spills into another generation and you're lucky. And we're in that category right now. And what I'm getting at is Austin Matthews, 10 goals in his last seven games. And Connor McDavid, 18 assists in his last seven games. So these are easy picks and I get that. Um, Matthews, you know, on pace for 70 plus goals. McDavid on pace for 100 assists. What I wanted to say is that this greatness, this, this is reminiscent of the Crosby versus OV era stuff. Enjoy it. Compare it, argue who you think is better, all of it, and it's all great for hockey. But most importantly, enjoy the shit out of it, it while it's here, because at some point it won't. We're on the we're on the cusp of seeing goodbye to Ovi and and, and Crosby, and to a degree, we've said goodbye to that because Ovi is a shell of his former self. Uh, Crosby's still doing Crosby things, but you know, still not you know, tearing up the league, not number one, not the most talked about guy on the ice. So we've kind of said goodbye to that, but at least they're still in the league. But really, the torch has been handed down. And then there's an Austin Matthews versus Connor McDavid story that started to brew on Twitter. And I, as soon as I saw it, my first instinct was like, ah, fuck off. But then I realized, no, you know what? This is awesome. This is exactly what Crosby versus Ovi was. Uh, and then you take it further back. This is what Gretzky versus Lemieux was. You know, like it's always been there. It's always there, and it really start for me. It's starting to shape up like this. So hockey's in really good hands. Enjoy this, um, but at the end of the day, Connor McDavid's better than Austin Matthews. I'm just
0: saying. <laughs> uh, I fu- fully agree. Uh, Connor definitely yes. head and shoulders above. But it is kind of funny how you how you did mention that and kind of compare it because I mean, Connor is your is our Sidney Crosby yes. now, and really Austin is your. I mean. He's the greatest goal scorer in the so game it, right now. It, so
1: that's Ovi. So that's what it is.
0: And, and, and that and that and that include and that includes McDavid. Oh yeah. Like I'm putting Austin Matthews as the better goal yes. scorer yeah. than Connor McDavid. Now keep in mind here, we've all seen McConnor goal producer. I'm not. That's taking, different. I'm not taking. Yeah, I'm not taking anything. Away. He can bury the puck. Like I'm not. I'm not saying anything that we all don't right. know. I'm just saying that, man. Oh man. Austin's got this goal-scoring he's, thing down. Pretty he knows how to bury here. the biscuit. I mean, Christ, I mean, Christ, what does what does um, uh, McDavid have? Twenty-one. He's got like nineteen got apples up. The last, the last... <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know.
1: He led the league last year though with sixty-one, not... sixty-two, something like that. But he fell off the face of so, the earth. Uh, but, so
0: again, so... yeah, like they they can both score. It's yeah. just Austin's got kind of that that goal-scoring mentality, I yeah. suppose, if you want to look yeah, at it that exactly. way.
1: Uh, all right. And now, lastly, my beast, uh, John Tavares, two goals, one assist, oh, three is- points in five games, plus a what the hell was that? <laughs> that and I'll get to it in a second. Dude, <laughs> When I wrote it, Man. did you know right away what I meant?
0: <laughs> Dude, I, okay, I saw this and I won't get okay. away here. I, I saw that. <laughs> I, I saw that over the yeah. weekend. <laughs> Now I I saw I saw it written first and I'm like what the hell is everybody doing? <laughs> okay and then I saw it and I'm, and then I actually saw it and I'm like. Yeah,
1: yeah, what, what the <laughs> hell was that, bud? <laughs> okay, so J- JT's God. been demoted to the third line, so his points reflect that. And he's not actually doing all that bad sitting down there on the third line. And So three points in five games is not horrible. But if you're trying to win your league, now's a good time to keep him on the bench, especially when he does something like he did against the Abs on Saturday. Open net, and he just decided, I'm going to get as close to the net as possible, Just so I can turn around (laughs) with the puck and not even attempt a shot on net. It is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Is it leftover from the whole Ridley Gregg thing and the whole empty net? Like, was he trying to prove a point or something? What the fuck was going through his mind? It was so weird. Like, I'm determined to not get a point. That's what it looked like.
0: (laughs) I want a (laughs) minus. Give me a minus. Let me shoot my own net. Come on, <laughs> it, dude. That is the that that is the most perplexing. I was gonna say funny, but it's, it's not really funny. Bizarre. It's just you sit there looking at this. You sit there looking at the TV screen, or in this case, for me, I didn't see it. No, live, me neither. I'm looking on yeah. X, and I'm like, and I'm like, what? <laughs> what, what am I? Yeah. Watching? <laughs> what? What did I just see? You you replay it, and you're like, yeah, yup. I.
1: Yeah, he didn't. I saw shoot. that. Yep, he like, had a chance. What? It's several are you chances. I. Uh, it is a head scratcher beyond like- a head scratcher. That's your captain of the Maple Leafs, ladies and gentlemen, right there. Unsure of what to do with the puck. Uh, go ahead and sit him for now, folks, until he figures out what he wants to do with the puck.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, he, he's de- he's definitely a bench player at this yeah, particular moment cool. in time. That is yeah, show. especially playing
1: on the third line. And there it is, folks. Episode 22 ended on a very weird note. JT, thank you for that. Brought to you by THPN and DraftKings. Go check them out. The um, promo code is still THPN. Thank you very much there. Uh, Good episode, Mike.
0: Great episode. Be sure to head over to wherever you listen to your podcast. Please give us a rate and review. We would Mm -hmm. appreciate it. And as well, if you have a little bit of extra time and you want to read up on some goaltenders, why don't you head over Do to the goalie post and check out my Absolutely. latest piece out, on, out yesterday. Talked about uh, some, some goalies going through a little bit of a resurgence, if you will. Very so we'll nice. So go check that out over at goalie post when you get a chance. And there you have it. That is another episode Venture. in the books. Thank you very Au much. Au revoir. Thanks to everyone out there for listening. If you are interested in reaching out to us, you can email us at two guys, a league, and some guests at gmail.com. You can find our latest episodes on our website at twogalag.com, or you can follow us on Twitter for all of our info. Our handle is at twogalag. That's the number two, followed by G A L A G. Thanks for listening, and until next time.